there and welcome to the Little Yarrow podcast. My name is Kate. I'm a naturopath and postpartum doula here to share with you ancient wisdom for modern mothers. Hey everyone and welcome to the Little Yarrow podcast. Today we have a very special guest, um, Tracy, who is here today. We're going to be talking all about um, holistic sleep coaching. Tracy, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. Thank you for having me, Kate. Um, Well, my name is Tracy and I am the founder of Holistic Sleep Mama. And I'm a mum of two little boys, Otis, who is three and Casper, who is one. Wow. So I'm sure you've got a lot of um, self-experience with your two little ones. Yes, definitely. They keep me busy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that you're here today because I think this is this is obviously like sleep affects all mums um, and I, a lot of the clients that I get are struggling, you know, they're struggling so much with sleep deprivation and it's, a, you know, sleep deprivation affects so many things like yeah. your mental health and, you know, chronic fatigue and your hormones and, um, you know, it affects so many things and yet so many mums don't really know how to get help with it. I know Definitely. me personally like both my boys were terrible sleepers and I just held off on getting help for so long because in my mind it was like well if I go and get help they're just going to make me do the cry it out method and I don't want to do that so therefore I'm just gonna just try and get through it hopefully hopefully it'll sort itself out and you know two years later (laughs) it didn't and so I think a lot of mums have that mentality of well if I get help it's going to be, you know, this particular method I don't agree with. So therefore I'm not going to ask for help. So do you want to share a bit about what you do and how you support mums and, um, you know, how this mindset that a lot of mums have is actually preventing them from getting the support they really need? Absolutely. And it makes me so sad when I hear stories like yours when, you know, you needed help but you had that misconception of, you know, they're just going to make my me make my baby cry it out. And um, whilst there are obviously still sleep consultants out there that do this, which is really frustrating, um, a lot of people are now not using this method anymore, particularly me. I really just don't believe in allowing a baby to just cry it out. There's, there's no rhyme or reason behind that method. And whilst it works, I won't deny that it will work, but at what cost, Mm. you know, you're really breaking the trust between your child and you because you've just left them. They're crying because they, they want you there. They need help. And, um, you, what we need to do as parents is really just support them and encourage them to settle independently if that's what you want, but we certainly don't have to be leaving them for such prolonged periods of time. Mm. And I think the thing is as well is that, I'm sure you agree with is that they actually they're not doing it on on purpose they don't know how obviously some babies they don't know how to get back to sleep and that they need you to help them that's yeah. why they're crying in the first place so ignoring yeah, they don't them know how to do it yeah exactly you know, is not helpful but you know there's that whole I don't know when it came about but like when do you know when the whole like cry it out method was kind of introduced it was more about they're just trying to manipulate you mm. and you just need mm. to ignore them and they'll work it out and it's like well you know yeah it's it's just so harsh um and I think it was 
sometime in the 60s or 70s where that really started uh, coming in. And I definitely believe it was used a lot in the 80s and 90s. Mm. Um, but thankfully, as time has gone on, we've learned more and um, we know better now yeah. and means we can do better for our babies. Yeah. So what kind of um, tactics or techniques, tools do you um, support your mum clients with if they come to you struggling um, with sleep issues? Yeah. So basically the way I work with parents is I really look at sleep as a big picture. It's, it's like a puzzle and there's, it's not just about self-settling and it's not just about being on a routine. It's, it's really encompassing everything that is going to impact sleep. So yeah, routine is definitely um, a factor. You need to look at what is appropriate for that baby's age, you know, what they can handle, how much sleep they need in a 24 hour period. We need to look at their nutrition. We need to look at the development, what they're actually capable of and what they're going through. Um, then comes in things like what they're doing in their awake time as well, because mm. that also impacts their sleep. If they're not doing anything, they're not being stimulated, then that, that there's going to be no pressure for sleep because they haven't done anything. Um, and then obviously, lastly, the last thing I ever talk about with parents is the, is the settling and, and the resettling because mm. um, I really believe that that's not the only thing we need to look at. I know a lot of people go, oh, well, if they're self-settling, then they'll sleep. It's like, no, I've had parents come to me with self-settling babies and they're still all over the place. It's because yeah. it's not just about that. What about health issues? So babies that have yes. like silent reflux, colic, Absolutely. that kind of stuff that can go unnoticed for a very long time. Yeah, for sure. We need to look at all of those things as well and mm. um, need to look at their their gut health because obviously that is the centre point and um, we need to ensure that overall their health is optimal. Um, mm. And, yeah, we need to look at, you know, silent reflux, um, gas, wind, all those little things that can disturb a bubba and you know they're not if they're not settled they're not going to sleep yeah yeah it's a it's a, it's interesting because I think sometimes it gets broken down so simply as it as you said it's just about getting them to learn to sleep but it sounds like that's just one piece of the puzzle like there's totally. so many aspects to it that are often going un, mm. unmissed and we're not taught about these it's like here's your baby good luck see you later and then it's like uh you know and then you're drowning in sleep deprivation and you don't know what to do like yeah we're just not educated about you know any of this kind of stuff yeah exactly and and obviously then when you're in the in the depths of sleep deprivation you reach out to your mum friends and you scroll the internet and yeah. everything is so conflicting and and what people I think tend to forget in those depths of sleep deprivation is what works for one family doesn't always work for the next mm. and you know you have your mum friends oh try this and try that and you might try it and it doesn't work and then you just end up going oh well maybe my baby's just broken and they're not yeah. broken it's just that you haven't found what's going to work for your family mm. and maybe even different babies like oh, every baby's that's what different I mean. yeah yeah as every, well every family every baby is so different their temperaments uh their age their wants their needs it's mm. it's all individual yeah, I'd love to get your thoughts on something. Yeah. So with my like my experience, a lot of my mum friend ex experiences, a lot of clients, it seems to be like this is a pattern I've noticed particularly is that 
the the most pet mamas that I know of that have had like the worst experience with um, chronic sleep deprivation seem to be the ones that um, are breastfeeding on demand and co-sleeping and attachment parenting kind of style, which mm. we like is interesting because usually like that's the kind of method that is, um, you know, they do those things because they think it's actually going to help um the op like the opposite that helps to get more sleep because you're bed sharing and you're um you know you're feeding on demand and stuff and so I don't know if this is your experience it's just mine but I'm wondering like have you found a a correlation between that kind of style of parenting and the increase in sleep issues um again it depends on a baby's temperament with Mm. some babies co-sleeping you know and the bed sharing and the feeding on demand all through the night can actually work really well and it does uh improve their overall sleep but then with some babies it actually has the complete opposite effect Mm. and it they they grasp onto so many different sleep associations that they end up just being overwhelmed and then that's where you see those parents are just like, oh, my God, I'm trying to be an attachment-focused fa- um, parent, but it's just not working. And sometimes what the way we want to parent is actually not the way that may work for your baby. It's very interesting. Mm. It's so interesting. I mean, I do know a lot of mums as well that they have found the opposite, that doing like the co-sleeping and um, breastfeeding on demand all through the night, that they find their baby sleeps really well yeah um but yeah I just I know for me like I was bed sharing and just feeding like every two hours through the night yep. for two years which is crazy now because every time he woke <laughs> up the only way he'd go back to sleep was breastfeeding yeah that's him, his and association. he just kept waking constantly waking constantly yeah. feeding and two years later it was like zombie mum and I know a lot of mums like that but then as you mentioned there is that flip side of other mums that say well my baby actually sleeps really well yeah. in the bed and so it's interesting you say, yeah, it's not so much the parenting style but maybe more so the temperament of the mm. baby. Maybe some babies sleep better in the bed. Maybe some sleep better like a little side cart, like in a little bassinet or cot. Yeah, which is technically still It's technically still co-sleeping. It's yeah. just a little bit more space. That's right. You know, yeah, between. Because I have found some babies, they um, become just – too stimulated by their parents presence being so close like Mm. they're they're quite light sleepers so the movement of their their mum or their dad next to them actually disturbs their sleep um yeah so it's quite interesting how you know and again it just comes down to every family and every baby is different and again we need to find what's going to work for that baby and that family Mm. and what do you think about like there's a lot of you know popular books out there um (laughs) I won't name names but you probably know about them and there's a lot of you know some I know some mums that swear by these particular Mm. books around sleep training and then you know then you've got other people that think they're a load of trash and they should be burnt (laughs) you know like and a lot of them around that super strict routines Mm. and you know crying it out and some crazy stuff I've read in some of them before about like you know it's almost like overheating your baby so that they 
pass out and sleep, which wow. sounds... I haven't heard that one. I have heard yeah. the one where your baby will vomit for attention. Yeah, I think it's the same book. It's about I think like it is. however many layers they need oh. like to keep them warm because if yes, they're cold, right. they'll wake up. So it's Yeah, it's like 13 like... layers or something. I'm yeah, like, something what? ridiculous. <laughs> but like I do know a family that have they have many children and they've followed that book for all their babies mm. and all their babies are like amazing sleepers but then you do wonder yes but at what at what cost yeah as you mentioned so yeah I'd love to hear your opinion on um you know popular books out there that are more you know these very rigid strict routines and as you said they they do work but yeah Yeah. at at what cost yeah and that's it look like I said they work um but for me and this is my opinion you can still have a beautifully sleeping baby without having to go down that road of a harsh settling method and a strict rigid routine and mm. and 13 blankets on top of them like you yeah. just don't you really don't need to um i find that when you and when you support your baby to to do anything new like changing a habit that kind of thing you're then making sure that they trust you Mm. And they feel secure. They know that I can cry, mum or dad will be there and we're supporting that emotion. We're not just shutting that emotion down. Um, Because, you know, what happens in these formative years is so, so important and it really sets these babies up for life. And I actually read this interesting article the other day and it was about, going off topic a little bit here, um, about the use of timeouts and yeah. how um, when you, you shut your child away because they're obviously expressing some big emotion, that kind of thing, how do you think they're going to feel when they're a teenager and they've mm. got big emotions? They're not going to want to come to you yeah. because up until that point you've just shut them away. And so that really just sat, I sat with that and I was like, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I try and teach as well, that – it's not about shutting down your child's emotion. They're crying for a reason. We, mm. we support that and we can still encourage them to self-settle um, but still responding to their needs at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I love that because I think I think as well when mums are like they're just so exhausted that they can't mm. actually really think clear and yeah. often we you fall into habits of like doing the same thing over and over again that's clearly not working but mm. it's like what's the saying you know like trying you know doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome yeah yeah when sometimes you just need that objective person you know like yourself to come in with fresh eyes Mm. um and say okay I think maybe let's change this up or let's try this but when you're in that sleep deprivation state it's so hard to think of any alternative and you just often yeah keep doing the same things that are not working that's right and and you know especially with those mums that are in those that that they get to that awful place of sleep deprivation that they they can't think logically anymore and I just wish that mums would reach out before they got to that they get to that point yeah you know why do you have to have a complete mental breakdown to then say oh I need some help yeah if you start to struggle just pop your hand up and say, okay, mm. I'm just going to get some help here because things are kind of falling apart and I don't want to get to that awful, awful place. And that's mm. why I really try and tell parents you don't need to get to breaking point to say I need help. Yeah. I wish, do you know what I think would be absolutely amazing <laughs> is if every mum was able to access like, 
you know, under the government, you know, some kind of like rebates or free sessions oh, with yes. independent sleep consultants, um, you know, same with bre- breastfeeding and sleep. Yep. Like how amazing would that oh, be that would for be life-changing. access, you know? Oh, that would be just absolutely life-changing. You know, everyone who's a mother knows what it's like to try to breastfeed and, and work out sleep and to have that extra support where mm. it's recognised that it needs to, we need the help, that would be just amazing. Yeah, because I just feel like it's just one of those areas that it's just so neglected, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it has, you know, you look at all the horrible stats on like maternal depression and anxiety yes. and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know if they've actually done any specific studies around how much of that is actually because of sleep deprivation, because it can send you insane. Like, oh, yeah, I wonder sure. how much of all of that is actually contributed to the sleep deprivation and the lack of help and education and support yep. around facilitating healthy sleep. Definitely. And it's funny you say that because I've even had mums say to me, you get emotional here. You saved my life. Yeah. You know, P mums have come to me at those absolute breaking points. And they said, like, if you, if I hadn't have reached out for help and gotten your help, I don't know where I would have been. Yeah. They've even said, you've saved our marriage. Because yeah. obviously, you know, when you're sleep deprived and, you know, you're going through the thick of that, you do, you, you, neg- you neglect each other and you argue mm. and you're tense and that, that breaks down a, a marriage or a partnership. So, yeah. Um, you know, sleep deprivation, it's not just about the baby or it's not just about yeah. the mum. It's really about the whole family. The whole family, yeah. And, again, that support, that's why when I uh, founded Holistic Sleep Mama, I said to myself, I want to be the support for mums that I didn't have as a first-time yeah. mum. And so a lot of sleep consultants will obviously cap their support period for two to three weeks. I leave mine open-ended for each each family um, yeah, cool. so that they know that they're not going to be rushed through anything and, and yeah. they're not going to be discarded and left on their own. They can utilise me for as long as they need because I believe that relaxes a mum yeah. which then relaxes a bub and that helps the whole process. Mm, amazing. Can you So can you tell us before we finish up, can you talk a bit more about your services and your offerings that you offer to mamas? Absolutely. So I work with families worldwide. I physically am in Adelaide. So I do home consultations for those who are in Adelaide. Um, But anyone who is not in Adelaide or even is still in Adelaide, I do phone consultations, email consultations. And I also do have a sleep guide that just, it's a very, um, it's not an individualized program. It's just, it's basic information that can help you set up your baby for sleep as well. So there's all different kinds of packages that will suit your needs, um, wants and financial situation as well. And um, all of the consultations come with the unlimited support. So then that way, you know, you can just utilize me for as long as you need. You don't have to feel rushed and we can just mm. kind of take one step at a time rather than going, all right, we've only got two weeks. Let's kind of yeah, crack yeah. into it. So it's just, it's very relaxed. And that's what I'm big about. It's, you don't want a tense mum because then no. you're going to have a tense baby. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. And I'm so happy that you are doing the work that you do. I think that it's just so important and so needed. And I think, yeah, I just, I'm so happy to talk to you and to um yeah I just I love 
watching you know what following you on social media and learning about all your tips you know you're like the real queen of the <laughs> you know sleep coaches you crack me up with Thank all your you. little videos and yeah <laughs> if anyone do you want to share what your website and your instagram is for anyone yeah. following sure thank you yeah so you can find me on instagram under holistic sleep mama and mama is spelled m-u-m-m-a and you can also find me on my website which is www.holisticsleepmama.com.au yeah awesome thank you so much tracy for having a chat with me today and i hope that everyone listening has hopefully got some insights into how yes getting some sleep support for you and your baby doesn't have to be this um, awful experience where you feel this guilt and shame and um, that there's you know so many gentle methods and techniques that can be done and customized and tailored to your individual needs and your baby's needs you know it's not just a one-size-fits-all kind of approach which is what a lot of you know the books and other coaches follow whereas it sounds like you're very much about you know every family and baby's unique and I love that um so yeah I hope everyone's enjoyed listening and I hope that they all go and check you out on Instagram Mm -hmm. and look at your website and yeah if you have any final words that you want to share with any mama out there who's struggling Yeah, absolutely. Look, I just want to say if you are starting to feel like things are not working, don't let yourself get to that breaking point. Just all you need to do, slide into my DMs and we can chat. You don't have to feel obliged to anything. You're not locked in. We can just have a chat, see where you're at and go from there. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you, Kate. Bye. Bye.